Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at fifty to eighty percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. It's On The Box with Devlin and Brundage. Hello and welcome to episode 6 of the On The Box podcast where we talk everything TV and occasionally middle-aged redheads. Uh, I'm joined as usual with uh, Cy Brundish. Hi Cy. Hey, love a redhead me. Uh, yeah, it's normally you that talks about middle-aged redheads and your <laughs> bloody ball. <laughs> and our other guest tonight is uh, Stu from the, the new comic book podcast. How are you doing Stu? Hello. I'm good, mate. Thanks for inviting me on. It's good to have you. It's good to have maybe somebody that knows what they're talking about rather than us two. <laughs> well, I, I make no promises. <laughs> we will at some point at the end of the show, probably. And uh, now, thanks to the beauty of uh, Twitter, and Gag still has, has not managed to uh, give us our own page on Anfield Index yet. We'll, in the page notes, in the pod notes, we'll put your Twitter handle so people can follow you. Cool. All four of you can follow, follow Stu. <laughs> <laughs> Like <laughs> <laughs> right so so tonight we're uh tonight could be in the m- middle of the morning when you're walking your dog whatever we we will be talking about comic book tv the great shows uh what, what what's your favorite Stu? what overall or recent ones well, you know what, what, what are you watching at the moment oh everything arrow flash agents of shield daredevil and jessica jones sweet that oh, nice and gotham Really? You really do watch them all, don't you? Yeah. I My TV listing in a week is horrific. So so quickly, off the top of your head, put them in order. Oh, God. <laughs> um, Flash, it's top Arrow, Daredevil, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Jessica Jones, Gotham. Ooh, I Jessica love Jones Flash. Is That's just because the others I absolutely love. And Jessica Jones, I didn't know before I watched it. Awesome. That was all completely brand new to me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Didn't Neil get on yours quick? Ah, oh, Jesus. Well, I've, I've stopped watching some, you see, because so just now, really now the ones you watch. Uh, I'd say at the top, I think Daredevil. I think I, I prefer Daredevil to Jesse Jones. I think Jesse Jones is the second. Uh, um, probably Arrow third. I enjoy Arrow to the point where he wasn't on the island anymore. So now I'm kind of like, uh, I don't want to continue. Because for me, the island was the shit that I wanted. It's just, I've said this before in other pods. If it had just been a show about him on the island, that would have been me set for life. We are perfectly <laughs> aware of your deeply disturbed mind, Neil. <laughs> you like, you know, it's it's dark and raining in his mind, don't you? I'm getting a picture of it now. You only like it when there's a billionaire stuck on an island being unhappy and hunted. Yeah, that's, that's quite dark. It's you a like... whole new branch of Occupy Wall Street. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Which means I don't have to camp outside in the cold. <laughs> it's a good, I, tell you what, I tell you what, it's a good idea. If you if you have any idea, if you looked into this at all, of the because um, there are absolutely shit loads of shows in development. Most of them are really dark. Oh yeah, all all the Netflix ones are going to be yeah, like Daredevil, Jessica Jones. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I, so mine quickly go Flash, uh, Jessica Jones, Arrow. Don't really watch the others. Agent, I, like, Agent I Carter, love the Flash. Shoot me. I missed Agent. I, I forgot Agent Carter off my list. I actually really enjoyed it. Really, I, I only watched the first one, and it it was just so dull. I didn't watch any more. Do you think I should? It, I would. It does pick up as it goes on. Once you get over the fact that the premise is basically she's treated as like she's a glory glorified receptionist, it, okay. it does actually pick up, and she does start getting more and more chance to show why she was Captain America's squeeze, and that uh, she's actually pretty much a badass. Cool. Yeah, I might. I did, I'm just about to run out of Jessica Jones. I'm on the last episode now. Oh, and Jarvis is brilliant as well. He comes into it and he ends up as like Peggy Carter's proper sidekick. And he's brilliant. He's really dry British humour. Cool. And the finale of Jessica Jones is brilliant. So is Stephen Merchant really actually is. in it? Is what? Is Stephen Merchant actually in it? Is he not Jarvis? No? No, no. It's not the same Jarvis we're talking about? No? Nope. All right. Which one's Jarvis? Jarvis is Tony Stark's dad's butler. All oh, right, okay. But he's he's like he starts off and he's really uptight and really stuck up, but then he he starts loosening up and he becomes like I say um, Peggy's sidekick. So he's like the comic relief. Oh, it's not even Stephen Merchant in the film in Iron Man, is it? It's Paul Bettany or whatever you call him. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not played by Paul Bettany, but it's not, but it's not played for him. No. It's, it's another English dude. It's like it's, it's another English guy. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. weird how they do that. They obviously just they have a set budget, don't they? And they can't afford. Uh, they can only afford a certain number of famous people. I'll tell you what, I might squeeze this by the wife. It's got Chad Michael Murray in all accounts. Yeah, he's, from one of my favourite shows that you've that you probably have never watched, and uh, you're going to judge me for One Tree Hill. Don't, don't. I was going to say, don't say One Tree Hill. One Tree Hill gets mentioned in every episode. Oh, <laughs> you're not on retainer, or something. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, One Tree Hill. Uh, do you know what One Tree Hill nicely, nicely is a is a great segue into what is my favourite uh, superhero movie of all time? Uh, movie, TV show, Smallville. Yeah, I gave up on Smallville after the second season. Oh Jesus Christ, we're not going to be friends. I couldn't <laughs> get on with it, but then I look back and I've seen that they've done. They did Green Arrow and they did like a mini Justice League, and then I saw this morning apparently they did Doomsday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I look at it and I'm thinking, have I really got time to catch up on 10 seasons of it? And I probably haven't, but I'm probably going to eventually. It was a beautiful thing because it evolved from, it, had, it probably had, it was probably four different series at yeah. different points. Uh, but it's because it was on for 10 years. There were 217 episodes. Jesus. And so it went from like a high school thing. It's like superhero Saved by the Bell. And yeah, then, yeah. And, and it even went for a dark because like, the superhero aspect used to be really small in it. It's just sort of just to be the OC with a bit of superpowers. Yeah, and exactly. It just went Pretty full much. blown. Yeah, it was. It was a big deal. Like it had uh, Martian Manhunter, Black Canary, <gasps> Aquaman, okay. Toy Man. I, I didn't know Martian Manhunter was in it. You've swayed me because he's probably my favorite member of the Justice League after the Green Lantern. <laughs> I love the Martian Manhunter. <laughs> I love that you've got a favorite mem- a member of the Justice League. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> I think I think uh, you don't pick the right guy for uh, for for the comic book part. That's awesome. 
Oh yeah, me, me and Rory are going to have a laugh on this. It's going to be difficult to rein this in. Very good. But that's exactly what a comic book show should be like. Yeah, disjointed and far, far, far too talkative. See, when, when Rory mentioned it to me, in my mind, it was basically in Stu's back room of big of the Big Bang Theory, just the, the three lads geeking out and, and chatting <laughs> into a microphone. That's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, pretty much. That's what it should be. That's, it's, that's, you're paying homage. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way of looking at it. We're not sitting around talking like children. We're paying homage. Yeah. I like Are you going to go... Are you going to go down the rabbit hole and though? Like, I have issue 117 from Blah. <laughs> you know uh, so no, all going. <laughs> I'm not that bad. No? <laughs> no. I might, I might lay claim to having some signed copies of certain comics, but that's about it. It's, very, it's I, weird because I've never been into comics. I, mean, but I love comic book TV. I'm more into comic book TV and movies than I was into comics. I collected for a few years, but then I couldn't afford it. It was a really expensive habit for a teenager. Yeah, I bet it's getting expensive for a 30-year-old as well. Well, so, um, I keep toying with the idea of going back to it, and all I've jumped back into now is graphic novels, which, let's be yeah. honest, are just big comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was the thing that got me about comics, was that they were really expensive, and it was like five minutes and you were done. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, if you're a kid and you're buying buying those, like, maybe get your pocket money or whatever back in the day, like, basically your pocket money was gone in five minutes because you bought a comic. <laughs> That's what, what mean? mine was. Every week I had just enough money to get the bus to the comic shop to buy a couple of issues and then that was it. It was done. It was skimped for the next week. Yeah, and it was, it was even more expensive because they're American. Yes, so and everything's important. Fancy dancing. Yeah. See, but you have you had a special quality that that uh, kids don't experience these days, yearning. Yeah, I, I did. I, I would do extra chores if I thought I could get some extra money out of it to get another issue. Yeah. I feel, I feel there's a choke coming from you here, is there? No. Nope. <laughs> nope. Even I had yearning. No, no, no choke. No, sorry, no joke, no innuendo, no anything like that. Just full stop. Comic. I, used to, I had the same thing about computer games because it was so much like it would be like a tenner for um, Street Fighter. and <sighs> But it would take like four months to save up for that game. But it would yes. also take you six months to play the damn thing. Like now, my kids have four games a day from iTunes. That's Don't know the boss. It's, it's weird. It's just so weird. But one of the great things about having kids is that I, I'm genuinely excited for the time they're old enough to enjoy Smallville. <laughs> Seriously, I've, 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 got, I've got them on Blu-ray. It's insane. I bought them on Blu-ray when my daughter was born. And uh, like I updated as we were going through in, uh, on the solely on the premise that we were going to sit and watch them together when they're old enough. When are they going to be old enough? To oh, Lola's 11 now, but Jesse is eight and he will he will love it. But he needs to be old enough to be able to sit down for 40 minutes. Yeah, it's he, a long old wait for a kid, isn't it, without fidgeting? He he is not in the place that he can sit down for 40 minutes unless it involves playing FIFA. <sighs> How many discs is that? Have you bought it all on Blu-ray? Blu-ray? I don't know. It's, it's, I, I've never actually cracked it open, so it's like big ten, box. Ten seasons? Jesus yeah, Christ. ten seasons. That's going to be about 40 discs. Yeah, awesome. Although on Blu-ray, it's probably not as bad. Because you know where you get oh. like the fr- the Friends one that's massive in DVD, but the Blu-ray one's just like a tiny... Yeah, because most of the yeah. stuff wasn't filmed in HD in the first place, was it? Yeah. yeah it, the Friends thing, lo- it lost all the impact. When it when it first came out on VHS, it was like a briefcase, wasn't it? Yeah. And that was just a normal box set. And it co- I remember when it came out, it cost 200 quid. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, 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 I remember it too. And that's because it was sold to women, and women will pay two hundred quid. Men <laughs> generally won't pay two hundred quid for a, for a video. If any of the three remaining listeners are women, they've just stopped being listeners. They are not. There was, there was never women. Yeah. <laughs> I get tweeted from from uh, dude. No, there is actually one woman I remember, but generally there are a couple of dudes that tweet at me and uh, or tweet at uh, tweet at the one OTB uh, Twitter handle and uh, and you know they're chatty, but they are very much dudes. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure I'm politically correct enough to have a, a nice line of women listening to us. Well, I think if any credibility you were building is just well and truly gone, it's dead. Yeah, there is no credibility <laughs> to be no. seen here, that is for sure. <laughs> so as you started talking about your wall, I think all the women were just gone. I have, <laughs> I, I have I'm going to tweet out, I have a Smallville picture on my wall. Is it I, also have, I also have this, because we're going to do a two-part comic book uh, TV show episode, because uh, there's stuff that... I, pre- I presume Stu doesn't know either, but uh, but particularly the kid has no idea about that I watched when I was a kid that kind of stimulated the whole super book, uh, superhero thing in the first place, um, like the original Hulk and the original Spider-Man, which was only on for a short period of time, even kind of Wonder Woman a little bit. And my favorite was uh, The Greatest American Superhero, which doesn't come from a comic book. It's just a brilliant superhero G. TV G. show. No, no, no. Literally, it's called The Greatest American Superhero. Oh. <laughs> Okay, I was with you up until the greatest American superhero. We used to watch old Batman, Spider-Man, oh, yeah. Hulk, Wonder Woman. Watched all of them. Awesome. So you can you can come on chat about that, chat about those, but he has no idea, so it'd be kind of pointless. He, yeah, he, he, it was well before. <laughs> I he freely was, admit it. You you actually on your on your uh, um, Skype photo, you kind of look like Rocket Man, which was there was I don't know if you remember, <laughs> like sat, Saturday mornings before before TV was on all the time. It used to come on uh, uh, like uh, seven. When I was about seven or eight, it started to come on, maybe a bit younger, at seven o'clock in the morning at the weekends with TVAM's kids shows. And then it used to finish about nine. And then sometimes there'll be like a couple of kids black and white stuff on like Champion the Wonder Horse and Rocket Man was one of them. And it was this like 50s, I think it was, um, terribly shot, terrible special effects. But I've just looked it up. <laughs> the craziest thing. <laughs> but it was awesome. Yeah, I'm, I love I'm just that looking stuff. it up right now. Rocky he looks Man. like a member of the SS. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bizarre. And he got like leather, leather straps on his helmet. And, oh and he, he, looks like, he looks like Leatherface from Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, was, it was very amusing for a child. Yeah, that is pr- that's about as low budget as low budget gets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did, but they, did, they made a movie out of it like 10 years ago. A quite a, like a, it was a quite high budget one. I can't remember who was in it. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Um, Rocket Man. Let me let me check out my uh, the Rocketeer. They called it. Oh yeah, Rock, Rocketeer was ages ago. Yeah, ninety one, ten years ago. Do you see? That's what happens when you fall. Yeah, Jennifer Connelly. <laughs> yeah, Rocketeer was good. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, but that's what it was based on. All right. Rocket. I didn't know that. Billy Campbell. Timothy Dalton. Yeah, but see, see the, the crossover with this stuff, which is there is crossover in all um, comic book TV shows, is that um, those shows that I'm talking about from from when we were kids, there was, there was even like in 1990 there was a Flash. Oh yeah, John John Wesley ship. There you go. Who is now? Uh, is now Barry Allen's dad. There you go. The crossover. They always that, do this admit, stuff. That was a genius little bit of casting. That it really that was. Really was good. A little hat tip to to comic book geeks, and bringing Mark Hamill back as well. 
just brilliant. He's back in it soon as well. I think his episode's coming up in the next couple of weeks. Or or it, maybe it's after the mid-season break. Yeah, I love it. He's, he, he's back in as the trickster. Pretty good casting. See, I haven't, I've watched first, I think I watched the mid-season in season one of The Flash and I've been meaning to get back onto it and I just haven't. Although I've got American Netflix now so I might jump on that way because downloading it's a real pain in the ass. It's so good. The end of the, the, the back half of the first season's really good and then season two starts off amazingly because I found Arrow was a little bit slow at first because they, they were trying so hard to just be normal. It was all about people who've trained and have got weapons, yeah. whereas Flash just went straight in Super with hero. just full-on superpowers, people that can turn into smoke and all kinds of weird shit. And they've yeah. carried that yeah, on in the second season. That there's basically they've opened up the doors to everything now. But they had a plausible reason for everybody having those powers as yeah. well, which grounded it a bit. But now Arrow's sort of drifting more that way. So the Flash is doing the sciencey stuff, and Arrow's doing more the the magic and the occult. Yeah, and it, but it so, came it crossed into the Green Arrow thing now, didn't it? It evolved. Yeah, yeah it's properly. I, I like the way they've handled that. Like I when in in season one. Malcolm Merlin mentions the title Green Arrow, and that was obviously a little bit of a prelude, a bit of a squee moment. And then they add all the mentions of Speedy, and it took them three more seasons to really introduce Speedy. So they've played a really good long game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. And they were always mentioning Rachel Ghoul in the background as well. When other people were like, "Who's that dude? Is that Liam Neeson?" <laughs> but the only thing is interesting how how. Um... The difference between the DC and uh, the Marvel books, the Marvel uh, shows work, that that I think the 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 inception of the Marvel shows kind of it kind of inspired DC to go in a slightly different way, taking on the longer game. Yeah, I think you're right. Same with the movies. They DC were out there first. They were make they've been making Batman films, proper Batman films since the nineties. Yeah, and it's taken them until the first phase of the MCU to really realise, hang on, it's possible to make comic book films that cross over to the mainstream and make billions of dollars and become smash hits. Yeah. And it, it's sad that it's taken them that long because I, I always thought there would be a Justice League film before the Avengers. But didn't, didn't you think it was it was special effects? Like now they have the capacity to make these these massive special effects relatively cheaply and relatively quickly. So instead of taking five years to make a movie, they they've already designed the the great computer graphics that can they've got all those models in place, haven't they? So they can bang out all the special effects in a year now, where they, yeah. they used to take five before. But I think it got le- I think DC got left behind sort of because they they stuck with what they knew. They went the whole animated movie route. Like yeah. DC yeah. still they still release a mo- at least one movie a, a year that is top notch animation. Yeah, you know what? I, I was just going to say, I, I actually think their animated efforts have been better than most of their real efforts. Even yeah. going back to 94 when they did Mask of the Phantasm, brilliant, brilliant Batman film. Who and then the, the hell one. are you? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I really love the animated ones. And then the, the recent ones where they've done like Batman versus Robin, Son of Batman, the Flashpoint Paradox. As well. Yeah, uh, Flashpoint Paradox is probably my favourite because that's actually unusually dark for DC. Have you seen that one? No, I might. I might have seen it. See, I don't. I've watched them out of sync. Uh, the only one I can remember. Do you remember they released uh, the Batman Beyond one with the Joker yes. in it? Yeah, that's that really. One. I loved Batman Beyond. Was a great series. 
Yeah, I wish they had it. Really good. That would be a top-notch movie if they ever decided to go that route. I think that would be I'd, fantastic. I'd like to think they would because with the way they're pinning Ben Affleck at the minute, he's he's like the mature Batman. If they if they left it maybe five years, then they covered Ben Affleck in a load of makeup, make him look a bit older. They could easily pass him off as being old, retired, geriatric Bruce Wayne. That yeah, would be yeah. that that would be a really good way to renovate and rejuvenate Batman. Because like you say, they're, they're stuck with what they know. It's just been Batman and Superman for 20 years and they're played out and boring. Yeah, they they went like, like they went with Chris and B. They went too realistic and they went for the good actor. Whereas Ben Affleck, he's a great actor, yeah, but he's got the likeness down. He's got the, he looks like Batman. Do you know what I mean? Same way like Robert Downey Jr. looks like Tony Stark. Oh, I think you know Robert I mean? Downey Jr. as Iron Man is probably one of the, the most perfect bits of casting ever. He even yeah. acts like him. Yeah. He, he, yeah. He's perfect. I mean, I'm, I'm life not a even big acts like, like fan. It's very true, but we're going off into movies now, so stop it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it we've got plenty enough to talk about with just TV. But it, like the whole casting thing, you're right about those two guys, but that's kind of what sets apart the, the really good um, TV shows from the crap ones of which there have been shed nice. loads. Yeah. Yeah. But the definitely the great the great casting in I know you're not a big Smallville fan, but Tom Welling was brilliant, and he carried it on for ten because he was like thirty when he first started as a seventeen year old, um, and then he carried it on. He should now be Superman in whatever movie they're making. But he was um, thirty, I think he was twenty six. Christ, um, and then Don't so he, he, he got like five kids. Wow! Yeah, he's the, my favorite actually from the from the bits I watched was Lex Luthor. I was about to say Michael Rosenbaum was absolutely he was brilliant. brilliant. He was a very convincing, cold blooded psychopath. Yeah, but also charming. Yeah, yeah, he and was. endearing. He went through phases where he was, you know, you were on Lex's side. You, you're really making me want to revisit Smallville now. You really do. You really should. It's it's, it's brilliant. And then and then they had that crossover with uh, as they always have with these things with with Clark's mum who was Lana Lang in Superman 3. Ah, well. right, okay. Um, so, they all, you know, they always do. Is the really things. bad Superman movie? Wait, so there's no super, really bad Superman movie. Is that the one where he, where he turns evil and he starts getting pissed in the middle of the day? Uh, yeah, and then, and then he, goes back, he ends up going back to, to Smallville and meeting his, old, his uh, high school girlfriend, Lana. Yeah. So it's kind of the seed of Smallville. Literally the seed. I like the way Smallville went down the route of going with Lana instead of going the whole... Like, it would have been so easy to just go Lois Lane and everybody would know what they were talking about. Oh, you know I mean? but, but Lois, Lois, when she eventually came in, was just that... <laughs> oh my God. She, Apart from one of the hottest <laughs> women in the world, she, she was like the perfect Lois Lane character for the young Lois. Like, Who played Lois Lane? Uh, Erica Durance. Oh, yeah, of course. I re- yeah, I remember her being it. She was in a terrible, I think, Butterfly Effect. She was in the Butterfly too. Effect too. Yeah, it was woeful. But she's hot because that that's how we, we've heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> she's a redhead, <laughs> eh? Yeah. She's what? Another redhead. Is she really? But then they also did like Kristen Kruk as... Lana, but she was great as well. Like this, this untouchable beauty. I actually preferred Chloe. I'm more of a. I have a different no, La- taste than you. La- Lana Lang. No, I didn't. I didn't like, mean she was like. Chloe was good, but yeah. Lana Lang was yeah. But then Chloe in the actual series, Chloe ended up being more of a main character than Lana was. Yeah, she ended up being 
But yeah. as you went forward, she was she was like she was Clark's psychic, wasn't she? So she was in it all the time as as a main main character. But she was uh, Alison Mack. She was brilliant in uh, one of the great other TV shows of uh, of like young times, teenage times. But we'll talk about that another day. And she, uh, the, but they also had Pete early on. He was in only in like the first two or three series, maybe. But he was supposed to be Clark's best mate. This uh, black kid called called Pete, and um, he was he was like a like one of those great psychic guys. I think he's since uh, drifted like some child actors and uh, ended up taking drugs and being in poor movies. But you know, it happens things, to everyone. Happen. Though it's happened to us all. <laughs> <laughs> nice smooth yeah so at I, what point in at what point in smallville did they start bringing in other characters because they had a, a bit of a, a green arrow crossover didn't they they did arrow yeah but uh, that would be like series six or something right this was, and then that they was had quite far this was after the university hawkman yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so you did know they said that they uh they coming in uh, yeah, I've I've read about them from lots of other things. Like when I found out that they did a, a really terrible pilot for Aquaman in 2011. Yeah, I, I was reading about it and I didn't realise that um, Aquaman that, had been that in he was in he was in Smallville. Oh, side note: speaking of crossovers, uh, do you remember who was in the Aquaman pilot? Who's now in Agents of Shield? No, Adrian Palicki. Oh, really? She played the mermaid thing that has the horrible teeth and like tries to eat him. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's yeah, yeah. now Bobby Morse, aka Mockingbird, in Agents of Shield? I didn't realise she was in Agents of Shield because Agents of Shield bored me as well. I give it the, most of the first series, but if Adrian Palicki's in there, I might give it a bit more of a watch. The it, the latest I can give you the first season. I stuck with it, even though I wanted to give up a lot. I only stuck with it purely because of Clark Gregg, and he's brilliant as Agent Coulson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did like him. I just didn't like the rest of it. It had the still, uh, girl I, from uh, How I Met Your Mother. It was it was very very slow, but the, the second season, once they started linking in with the MCU films, like they had an episode that crossed over with Thor: The Dark World, and then they've really? had a couple of bits. Now it all follows on from Winter Soldier and Age of Ultron, and it, it's really whole, picked up pace. Very cool. I just hated the, with the agents shared the whole elephant in the room about Coulson being dead thing. That killed it. It, for me, that was just, and I, I know myself, I've got a couple of other friends who, who watched it up until they were just like, I can't take this anymore because they kept going, we're going to tell you why he was dead. Oh, wait, we're not going to tell you. Yeah, we're going to tell it, you. And I kept dangling and dangling it to the point where everyone just went, ah, fuck it. I'm not watching well, that's why, that's why a lot of people gave up on it because they were saying that bringing Coulson back just completely cost the show any credibility. And I think Joss Whedon publicly ragged on it. Yeah, because it, it he, came he just after happy. the movie. He came yeah. just after the movie and he died in the movie and it was this big poignant moment in the movie and I was like, oh my god, people can actually die in the in the Marvel universe and then he wasn't dead. So it, yeah. it went back to being a kids type thing, you know what I mean? It yeah. took away all the reality of it. It has, I mean, it, in fairness. It, but then the, the latter series now, because they're really gearing up towards the Inhumans film in, I don't God, that's about three or four years away or something. So everything they're doing now, they're very much weird, proper, full-on sci-fi stuff. But the cast now has really matured in Agents of Shield. Like the um, the weaker characters have really become pivotal to to what's happening. But the best one is still in it is is Bobby Morse's Mockingbird. She's brilliant, and there's some cracking fight scenes in it as well. Awesome! I'll give it a go. 
it, it is if you can get through the painful first season. The I might just not watch the first season. I watched the first season. I'm not going to watch it again. I'll start no. with the second. I did hear that it was much better than the second series, but literally, I have a very finite amount of time that I can watch TV that the wife because that the wife doesn't watch as well. I don't have any time when you know when she's not here that I can watch TV. So yeah. I have to be very selective or get a show that we both watch. You've got taxes to do as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Shows generally only get about two or three episodes with me. If it, if it wasn't a Marvel show, I probably would have canned it. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it, they rely it, it on that, don't they? I think they, they were, it's, almost, it's like what Arrow did. They were too cautious. It's like they didn't want to go too full on in case they got canned halfway through the season, which happens far too often. But it, doesn't happen, it doesn't happen anymore. We talk about this before. That Like five years ago when Sky basically syndicated the world – that they now now they'll they buy upfront before they they literally pay for three seasons as upfronts instead of the way they used to do and buy it in reverse once it had got success in America. So now the syndication pays for the production of the show despite right. them being shit shows everywhere. That's why there are so many crap TV shows. It still does happen. A mate of mine in work told me about a show, and me and my girlfriend were about to start watching it looked it up on Wikipedia and it was cancelled after three episodes were yeah, shown. I still see it. It's very, very rare. So but bugs it, the piss out of me because I've never forgot I've never forgiven American TV for cancelling Flash Forward. Oh, down with you. <laughs> that show was so good. They got to the finale of the first season and then they binned it. Yep. And that wound has never healed. Yeah, we we've we've discussed this in length about different shows like my one was Dirty Sexy Money where there was a whole backstory and then it just ended in season two we never ever found out why so i, I wasted like that. 30 hours of my life <laughs> <laughs> i want it back yeah. you'll never get it back unless you, you can run NBC. fast enough to travel back in time <laughs> so we've done we've kind of done uh well the the agents agents of shield now One. what <laughs> the, the um and smallville kind of loosely smallville. loosely go watch smallville it also has uh our wedding song in it um, genuinely, my wedding song comes from Smallville. What song? Uh, Hundred Years. Never heard of it. No, it's 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 the pe- you know the it's Save Me the main song. Oh right, Remy okay. Zero. It's their song. Right, okay. I'll assume it's beautiful and heartfelt and warm. You know Alyssa Milano? Uh, yes, yes. She used to be married to Remy Zero. That's a pretty good endorsement. And he is like this weasley looking bald dude. I'm like. He- it he's gives hope to the rest on. of us then. He has got something going on for sure. Well, maybe his nickname's Tripod and we just don't know. <laughs> no, actually, you, you, you want to check out the pictures. There are pictures. I'm, <laughs> gonna, I'm debating doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you seen how many um, now that the whole world, the, yeah, the world of TV has changed, how we're watching TV and everything has changed. We talked of um, our friends changed, changed the world with their box sets and then Smallville happened. And, and people now want to consume through Netflix, don't they? And Amazon, which is the worst TV interface in the world. How can such a rich company do such a terrible job? But they, you know, you want to, you can watch all of their series in a week now, can't you? That's how it gets people yeah. hooked and then wait for a whole year for the next series. So that cracks me about Netflix. I wish Netflix would do things gradually and just do it one episode at a time because binge watching Daredevil was really difficult. Yeah. <laughs> I got through Jessica Jones in a few days. I love Jessica but, Jones to do that. Oh, I, I, out of the two of them, I must, Daredevil was just brilliant. I didn't expect it to be as dark and as, as graphic as it was. I don't like dark and graphic. 
Oh, well, I was perfect casting as well. Like we said earlier, there's perfect casting. Your guy, he plays Daredevil. He's at a stardust. He's English, but you yeah. never know. And the, the, the Kingpin was brilliant because when it first started, I was thinking, well, yeah, they've got Wilson Fisk, but he, he seems to be really timid. He seems to be a, a bit rubbish. <laughs> but as it got on, and he finally only becomes the Kingpin in the last couple of episodes. And the scene, I think it's the very last episode where he gets broken out of the van and he's standing on the back of it just surveying all of his troops. That That's the kingpin I've I've read and watched in the past. Yeah, I think it was good. It was more, it was more grounded, more realistic. And then you could sort of see his motives as well. You could see it was more of a personality thing rather than a superpower thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And uh, the best thing in that whole show, whole show, was that fight scene down the hallway that was knowing that they shot that in one take because it, it, there was no way to splice the scenes together. They must have been shattered after they did that. That's the one where he goes underneath to save the girl, isn't it? Yeah, he goes Have to it? save the yeah. girl. And every, every time you think the scene's finished, another guy flies out of a doorway. And by the end of it, he's panting and he looks like he's about to drop dead, but then he just <laughs> keeps on fighting. And it's a, it's a good few minutes of fighting. Yeah, it's, it's quite long. Uh, the, what, what I'd, I'd say the moment that you, you realised, though, that these TV series were here to stay and it was sort of like a, this is, this is real, was, do you know the bit where he kills the guy with the door? Oh, just God, that was bashing the door, where it's just sort of, it's gone from, hey, this is, this is superhero to this is mature. Uh, you yeah. can now be an adult and watch this and not feel like a dickhead. <laughs> do you know he, what I mean? When he when he try, I remember that the scene where do you remember when he he traces down the assassin, and rather than talk, the assassin just uh, impales his own head on a spike. Yeah, I was watching that, and my girlfriend was was sat on the floor. We were getting ready to go out, and all of a sudden, I just went, "Oh God!" And she turned around and went, "What? What happened?" And I was like, "He just <laughs> impaled his own head on a spike." Do you want to watch? <laughs> and it was that that was the moment like you say when i realized this isn't normal tv this would never have gotten abc or cbs or someone like that no it's, it's yeah. exactly it's giving it a new um a new remit a new uh new boundaries doesn't it like julie in jessica jones there i think were 13 episodes so episode 12 and some dude sticks his sticks uh some gardening shears in his mouth yeah and falls and, on the floor oh yes and, yeah i mean that that's got everything it's got that well i think every episode has got copious amounts of hard drinking they've <laughs> got the somewhat hardcore somewhat hilarious sex scenes with luke cage <laughs> <laughs> that guy which, is buff as a motherfucker yeah that the, the bit the bit when he puts the circular saw against his stomach <laughs> and all the that's all the hilarious. stuff with Kilgrave. would i mean Kilgrave great casting Getting Doctor Who to be Kilgrave is great. Kilgrave takes it another step further as well. It gets even more mature because it brings in the whole question of rape, which yeah. is yeah. sort of a that, theme the whole way through. Because she's like, you took you take over the minds of these people and then you you rape them over and over again because they're not giving their consent because you're telling them what to do. See, I, I saw it yeah. as, as she was a bit whiny. <laughs> there goes that female. <laughs> I think up, up to a point she was a little bit, but. When it reached that point, that's what I, I remember watching that, and I did sort of have my hand over my mouth thinking, "Wow, oh god!" Yeah, and yeah. It, it really did ground it and made it a lot more real. When they got back to her like actual house, her childhood house, that that it changed. That, the that whole. was, surreal, that was yeah. creepy as fuck. When he peels back the, because um, at first I was thinking 
why the hell has he bought that house? Why that one? And then when he's running his hands up the wall the and he peels back the, the wallpaper to and see the height, height marks, yeah. that was creepy. We that that was, it was almost like he was getting a sexual pleasure out of it, knowing that he was in her home. And that, and that we, really we was... But, but also, he does genuinely love her. Yeah. yeah. Which is... It, it just puts him in one of those weird positions, doesn't it? Because you, you, he is the most horrible, heinous man, yet there is some element of feeling a little bit bad for him. Oh, I, I started feeling sorry for him when, when you started up, up to the point of where you saw the videos when his parents experimented on him. Yeah. I was very much like, he's cold, he's a sadistic killer with no compassion. Then you see the videos when he's a kid and you're thinking, Christ, I don't blame him. Bear in mind, anybody that's listened to this, you better have watched this already. Otherwise, yeah, you've given I, over I every episode of every ago, TV show we've ever watched. <laughs> we, we should have put some spoiler tags on right at the beginning. So I'm going to try and do that for uh, for the AI comic pod, which hopefully starts uh, recording next week. Cheap, cheap, shameless plug. And just in case you're listening, Peyton doesn't end up with Nathan in Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Ruined. But get on, Brooke. I, I, I was going to go back and revisit One Tree Hill, but there's just no point now. No, there you go. It's done. It's, it's going to have to be the OC. There's only one thing for it. No, no, the OC. The quality the quality of Totti in the OC is not the same. Yeah, but the OC had Jim Gordon. Oh, you're right. <laughs> yes, but the, it was, managed, it was it like also had Alan 17-year-old again, like, um, like in Smallville. Yeah. In fact, I think he actually was 30. He's always been 30. But it also had Jim yeah. Robinson from Neighbours. It was, it, was yes. it was his crossover into America, and then he was on every TV show ever from that point. Yeah, with his still slightly unconvincing accent. Yeah, no one cares. He's no. Jim Robinson. Everyone, I think everyone deep down goes, nah, it's Jim Robinson. You just, wanted to, you just wanted him to talk to Charlene or something or call <laughs> someone a drongo and tell him to rack off. <laughs> I wasn't with that, I think. <laughs> it had Rachel yeah. Wilson, and that's all it needed. <laughs> Jeez, here's me dragging stuff along, right? So we're up to. Have, uh, have you watched Supergirl? Yes, I'm still. The first few episodes were a bit. They've been leaning too much on Superman. Every episode, I think it was the first three or four. Yep. They were always talking about, oh, my cousin and blah, blah, blah. But they really pissed me off with the Red Tornado one. The, that, last, that was episode. Just the last one. Yeah, yeah. Red yeah. Tornado was shit. Yeah, really, really bad. It looked like a, I felt about Red Tornado the way X Men fans felt about Apocalypse being unveiled. He looked like a villain from the Power Rangers. <laughs> he did. It was terrible. He didn't look like a. He was. He's supposed to be this amazing advanced cyborg, and he looked like a guy just wearing cheap Primark clothes. And I love Primark, but you know they're still cheap. Yeah. Nobody loves Primark. I love Primark. <laughs> the guy. The guy. I couldn't get over the guy. He was from. Secret Diary of a Call Girl. Was he? So he's gone from Billy Piper to he's that. He's gone from Billy Piper's Billy Piper's little uh, like wanton look. You know, you know the character in Supergirl that uh, is in love with Supergirl, but he's never going to get her. Yeah. Um, he was that in Secret Secret Diary of a Call Girl. Ah, right. English Weird. kid. There, there was always an English kid in superheroes. There's got to be. You need a token English guy. But never probably, speaks English. Always going to be a bad guy. Yeah, always American. Uh, yeah, I suppose he's always a bad guy if he's if he does speak English. He's a bad guy, isn't he? In fairness, two two of the best film and TV villains in recent years. Now we've got David Tennant as Kilgrave and obviously Tom Hiddleston as Loki. Yeah. Another genius piece of casting. They even played on it with a Jaguar advert last year. Do you remember? Yeah. 
Tom Hiddleston talking well. about why the Brits are always playing the villains. It's very true. Now go and watch Smallville and see Zizod. Uh, Zizod <laughs> in Smallville. Another are you English sure dude. you're not getting paid every time Another you say Another English dude. Smallville, Smallville, Smallville. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I should just say Flash a lot because, you know, Flash is the best. Uh, but yes, I think I Supergirl is much more Flash so far than than the, the, the darker Netflix stuff, isn't it? It's much more um, mainstream. Yeah, it's more mainstream. It's it's got a bit more of a comedy feel to it. I didn't. Uh, I saw the pilot and I thought I was going to hate it because so I, I. I just thought it was some. It was a costumed OC or no gossip girl. That's what it seemed to me. I like boyfriend girlfriend. Blah 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 blah. This is why I haven't watched it. On size recommendation, I haven't watched this. You fucker. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. But then then I stu- <laughs> I stumbled upon it. I thought, but no, I think we were in planning for this a couple of weeks ago. I was like, no, actually, quite like it. And I, I do, I do quite like it. It was the worst episode, definitely this week. Yeah, it, 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 I think. Like, who, who was the villain that was in last week's? Because I think the last episode, I actually really enjoyed it. Because now she seems to be breaking out on her own, and I'm just wondering what are they going to do with Hank Henshaw? Because Hank Henshaw in the comics is the cyborg. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and the only time it, I really eyes remember flashing him, up, don't they? Yeah, every, it, that's actually getting a bit annoying. It's like now they're looking for an opportune moment every episode for his eyes to flash. Yes. Like next week it's going it. to be when he's on the toilet and then the week after he'll be making coffee or something. Yeah, always, just in case you missed it. But I, I, I only know him as the cyborg from the death of Superman, World Without a Superman and the Return of Superman. And I don't know if they're going to go into that level of... Because he, he's, he's, apparently he's been around a lot longer than I realised. Because he, he's quite an old villain, I think. Okay. And he's, he's been around in several different guises. And yeah, it's, as soon as I heard the name Hank Henshaw, I thought, this is a bit of a strange one to put in a TV show. Maybe because it's, it's, dr- it's mainstream, they're dragging you. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Win with the, um, the, the comic hero geek. Maybe, because I, I can't, they can't have him as the big bad in season one. He would have to be. He emerges in, at yeah, the end of yeah, season yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. The big bad for season two. But but, but there's there's the that underlying arc, isn't there, of or overriding arc of him killing her dad. Yeah, and of Dean course, Kane. her dad is Dean Cain from, and also Supergirl is her mum. Is she Supergirl movie? I didn't put those two together. There I can't believe that one skipped past me. But as soon as I saw Dean Cain, 
I Helen Slater. I reckon they got the cue for that one from the Flash using John Wesley's ship. They do it every time. They, do, they, they always do these things. Dean Cain's been in everything. All of those. I tell you what, the, the, the other thing that put me off, again, this is going to be sound politically incorrect, but it's nothing. It's just it's that I don't get why Jimmy Olsen is black. Is it one I of don't those get things it. where they're like, doing it just to make a statement? That's exactly my point. Yeah. Like, Black why? Black <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just the nonsense. Like, either, either either use the story or don't use the story. Like, you could easily add a different character. But, well, I just don't get it. Like, rewriting it just to make him black doesn't make any sense. Is a little bit racist. Potentially, because he, he becomes he becomes the token kid. It's like South Park. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're putting him in because we're not racist. That's what it is. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. And I just think it's just it's lame. Just don't don't bother. I kind of didn't want him to be in there because, again, it, it ties Supergirl too heavily to Superman. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. But he's, and he's this big, buff, black guy. That's not Jimmy. Like, yeah, Jimmy, he's black. Jimmy's supposed to be a little nerd. Exactly. He always needs saving. He's yeah. Goliath, this guy. He's like <laughs> the cameraman. He's like LeBron. <laughs> like your guy in the, Do you remember the 1990s Superman series where they had Jimmy? You mean Lois and Clark? Yeah, where that Dean one. Kane comes from. Yeah, exactly. Jimmy in there, yeah. Or Jimmy he's from Smallville. Thinnest, thinnest guy in that, the whole show. <laughs> it's just he was, supposed, he was a kid, wasn't he? He was supposed to be a kid. Yeah, he was yeah. like he was of no use to anybody. Yeah, and he's pretty much Superman's worst enemy because wherever he goes, Jimmy's always got there first, done something stupid and needs saving. If if anything, the guy that plays Win, the um Yeah, the Love Sick Puppy. Love, yeah, the Love Sick Puppy, he would have been, been a better um Jimmy, but he's probably a little bit too handsome, if anything. Then he's supposed to be that guy that is is completely like everyone feels sorry for, isn't he? Yeah, a little bit. Like he's he's in sort of in awe of Superman. He, he clearly wants to be Superman. Well, yeah. this Jimmy could be Superman. Yeah, exactly. If you, if, you want, if you want to make a big black Superman, he'd be the guy. Yeah, he could become Steel. Yeah, that would be smart. But not Shaquille O'Neal's Steel. <laughs> Because yeah. that, that should never be talked about, and I'm actually ashamed that I just mentioned it. Do you know what? There's somebody on the internet now that's listening to this, obviously not, well, maybe even now, actually, um, and they're gonna, there's going to be um, in development a steal. It's, it's going to be one of the new shows in development. We currently have, let me look, uh, we've got one, two, three, four, five DCs in development. No, five? No, no, five that are ordered that are coming out next year. We've Go got on. three Marvel that are ordered. And we've what got are the five DC ones? Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. Which I've never heard of. Legends of Tomorrow is the, the spin-off from Arrow and Flash, the mid-season yes, crossover, the crossover. That's, that's just been on, introduces. It, it's actually pretty good. It's got Legends of Tomorrow now is going to be The Atom. White Canary. White, White Canary. Firestorm. Um, yeah, you're right. It's the extra ones, isn't it? Yeah, it's all the action ones, but the main one there, the, the best character for me is still Brandon Routh as the Atom, and Brandon Routh used to be... Superman. Superman. In the movie that everyone hates, but well, I didn't think it was ever that bad. I don't I think like he's any do. worse than Henry Cavill, because Brandon Routh can actually act. Henry Cavill is as wooden... He's just as a handsome, anything. muscular man. Pretty much. I've never known Superman to have a posing pouch until <laughs> Henry Cavill took the role. They should, it should have just been Tom Welling. They, they, do you know what... <laughs> It's one of the, it's one of the things that I, that really pisses me off about TV and movies is that when you get a guy that's supposed to be or girl girls are way worse that are supposed to be like these the most incredible athletes on earth they can't run they very obviously can't run 
You know, they've got their legs spread out in their hands. They, they run feeling. like Phoebe. Like the Jessica Jones. I know she's not supposed to be fast or anything, but you know she's this behemoth of a of uh, of a human being or whatever she is. And she she has like this is in the first episode of Jessica Jones. There's um, her and the lawyer woman walking down this corridor, and you kind of see the silhouette. And you've never seen, like from my perspective, you've never seen any um, posture like these. The walking gait of these two girls. One is 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 like um, one is the most knock kneed child I've ever seen in my life, and the other one you literally could drive a bus through hers. It's it's insane. But, That's a very unique perspective on it. Oh, but that, but like she can't. She, in this the episode that's just happened, the uh, oh, just happened uh, episode twelve of, Jess, of Jessica Jones when she's in that theater. The, no, the nightclub thing, and she's chasing. Uh, no, she's running away from Luke, and you know she's going at like six k. I think that's a, her ultimate speed. And most people, I'm putting it into k's because most people would run a treadmill at some point. You're this barely walking pace. It's just uh, that precipice of shall I jog? This now is a or big not? negative for me. And she looks terrible. Negative for me, like yeah. Even when she's fighting in general, she do, she doesn't. The whole choreography so and fight scenes. It, it was all was a, bit a bit too. I don't know. <laughs> it's a bit wooden, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's not fluid. And I had the same criticism of Katie Cassidy as Laurel when oh, she first took terrible. on the Black Canary. Absolutely terrible. But when she first started, she could not throw a convincing punch. Whereas Willa Holland, as Speedy, her fight scenes are actually pretty good. Yeah. So I don't know whether she's done any proper fight training. But, also, but that, one that's of one of the reasons athletic. I love Diggle. One of them is not. And you'd be hard-pressed in America to find a girl actress that hasn't been to like stage school and does high school athletics and that kind of stuff as well. But there seem to be loads of them that just can barely move their bodies. They're just pretty. It's very weird. Yeah. It, it also like it, it, but it kind of linked up in with Jessica because it all sort of fell flat on her combat. Did you see the? Have you seen the episode where the girl comes in and hits her in the back of the head with a a wooden thing? Yeah, that pissed me right off. I was like, she's knocked out for like a day after being hit by this wooden thing. Whereas in like the other ten episodes, she could have like drove a, drove her over with a car and she would have been fine. Yeah, well, I was a bit when, weird. When she tracks down the supposedly cheating husband, she gets shot in the shoulder and she just brushes it off. Yeah, but you hit her in the back of the head with a two by four and she's unconscious. Yeah, I didn't. That get really it pissed me off. Never stacked up. Like no, none of it ever made. Like sometimes she was really overpowered. Like she was lifting the guy's car, his Aston Martin, and the next bit she like couldn't do anything and actually needed Luke Cage to save her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> didn't make any. Yeah, that, that was all sort of new to me because I I literally only knew ex superhero turned PI. I had no idea what her powers were, what her limitations she, were, and she flew in one episode, and then yeah. she can't fly afterwards, and then she doesn't fly to get away from Luke. Or, or yeah. as she said, she just like she can just jump. jump you're really right. Fast. I loved, I loved it, and no, she can fly, and because uh, she she's going to fly later on. So from me I mean, starting this, this episode loving uh, Jessica Jones, I am now not going to watch the last episode. I might. The, the, la- the last episode is brilliant. Yeah. In fairness, but it really is. Yeah, I'm definitely questioning uh-huh. questioning the brilliance of it though. One of the most poignant points in the movie. Have you seen the bit where she's in the yellow dress? So yeah. So that bit, and she's contemplating what she's going to do next. I'm not going to spoil it or whatever. But if you take into, into consideration her superpowers and the bit later on, where, or earlier on, where she saved somebody from doing exactly the same thing. Yeah, the falling. If, she, if, she, if she'd done that, she wouldn't have been able to achieve what she wanted to achieve anyway. So the whole poignant moment was gone. 
Do you know what yeah. I mean? It didn't. It didn't it work. Did, it did. It did feel like a bit of a twenty-four moment to me. But they, I, I, I just figured I, I was. Uh, I think I was half watching that episode. I was doing. I was working at the same time, and um, and I figured oh, I just must have missed something because it can't be that stupid that she got banged over the back of the head and now she's out for two days. And the, the yeah. and side note: the woman that did that, the the weirdly incestuous sister, she was really annoying, and I wanted her to get killed. Yeah, <laughs> really badly. Yeah. Yeah, her and the brother both needed to just be scrubbed from the show. Yeah, we were supposed to feel bad for the brother getting killed, and we were like, eh, let's throw his body in the water. Let's dive in afterwards and rip his head off and go and take it to the police. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, but that twin sister, Jesus Christ, she, she that's some great casting. Yeah, she if she's got any kind of a role after this, it's got to be she's going to be pigeonholed now as being the crazy annoying one because she played it very convincingly, very. But the, for Luke Luke Cage was after after Kilgrave. Luke Cage was the best casting in that because looking at pictures of him side by side, he was as perfect as as we said Robert Downey Jr. was for Iron yeah, Man. Yeah, definitely every inch the Luke Cage. He is he is brilliant. Let's, I, uh, I can't let... I can't wait to see how they're gonna expand on that on his tv show how far back they're gonna go with as is my meager understanding of him a character i've not read much of it was an attempt to recreate the super soldier serum yeah 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 yeah. yeah. but he seems to have different powers because i mean captain america hasn't got impervious skin so they've obviously got it right in some way there was an explosion of some variety as well i read it yesterday where when you mean when they were making captain america or no luke cage Ah, right. Okay. I'm not. I just. I loosely read who he was yesterday. Yeah, I've I've done a little bit on it with him and with Iron Fist as well. Yes. Daredevil is the only one I'm really that familiar with, and that, in fairness, that's more from his crossovers with like Spider Man. Uh, okay. I always used to think that Daredevil was a bit of a crap character, but he's that's actually now one of he's probably one of my favourites because he's he's along the more along the lines of Batman. He's a relatively normal guy. <laughs> No real powers. He's just got that odd sense that he can sort of see in inverted commas. But then it's all just yeah. about training and being a badass and kicking the yeah. shit out of people. Like in the show, he gets really badly beat up at one stage, and he's out of action for like an episode or two. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of one of the essence of the. I think it's the essence of the Netflix stuff that there's going to be. Uh, there's, there's the darkness, but there's also weakness, isn't there? There is vulnerability. That and, the, and yeah. The, the humanity, they, yeah. they've all got... I mean, Daredevil has got the physical weakness. Jessica Jones has sort of got... This it's a combination child. of it, It's a bit... Yeah, she, she's got like a fragile psyche because she's been so screwed over by Kilgrave. But that, I love the way that all of them play in together. I love the fact that all the shows are going to link in and then they're going to launch yeah. the Defenders as well. Yeah. But that's that seems to be getting further and further away because the plan was... Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and the Defenders. Yep. They've now had to squeeze in season two of Daredevil. They're but, probably going to squeeze in season two of Jessica Jones as well. Yeah, uh, Defenders. That looks it looks like it's going to be 2018. Yeah, but again, they're, they're playing order. a long game because it's two show. They're looking at two shows a year, aren't they? Yeah. Well, but they could probably now because because it's it's a whole new marketplace. They're they're really at the inception. They've no idea what's going on, do they? That how no. it's all going to be absorbed. So they could probably if they can get them out. They'll probably make enough money from from doing the Netflix thing. You'd think so, and and they've they've been filming them together because they filmed some of Luke Cage yeah. while they were doing Jessica Crossover. Jones. Did it, did you did you see uh, the constant uh, the Constantine um, in Arrow? It was brilliant. I was so happy to see him. Absolutely. Back in, did you see the show? 
I did. I, I another another character that I'd not really read much of, but a couple of friends of mine who they're way more into comics than me. They read re- probably read them for decades when I'd given up, and they did say to me, "You will love Constantine because it's weird. It's a cult." But then it's still hilarious. Yeah, it's funny. It I'm, really it's was, character. It was unexpectedly funny. And I was pleased that, the, that he came in. And there's now suggestions that he might even be drafted in to Legends of Tomorrow Season 2 if it gets one. Well, I think it's a great idea that because he is very obviously great at it. Yeah. And, but the show didn't Matt do anything. Ryan. No one watched the show. So if they can, they can use, use his character in any of the other shows, he, he will be a big star because he is a star. Yeah, he's he's definitely got that quality. And now with Arrow, it seemed a logical thing to do with Arrow going down the occult route. And now Legends of Tomorrow, the main villain, is Vandal Savage. So you've got a 4,000-year-old immortal. It deals very much in magic and the mysterious. Constantine just seems a natural fit. Once you start talking about time travel, there's pretty much nothing's taboo, is it? No. That, yeah, that's literally it, the, it, last, the last one. It got cancelled, didn't it, Constantine? Yeah, 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 yeah it, it got cancelled. I watched it. It was about, yeah. was it 11, 12, 13 episodes? Something? Yeah, I think it was cancelled at six and then they finished and off six more. It left it at a really annoying point as well. And I was pissed off. They did a really good teaser of the Spectre, Jim Corrigan. And I was really looking forward to them going down that route. And then they just completely, obviously, aren't going to get any chance to, to pursue no. it. Weird, isn't yeah. it? They've got, have, you seen, uh, have, you, have you seen the pilot for Lucifer? Oh, No. It's, I liked it. It was uh, it's funny. Um, Are they still changing him? Yeah, or did you say that no, they're not? It no? was it was just uh, it was IMDb that that uh, screwed it. No, it's, it's thir- so they've got thirteen episodes. It'll be on in January. That's something to look forward to. I haven't watched yeah. it yet. Another English. The only, did you know that uh, this is a, a tangent? But did you know that Minority Report got cancelled? Oh, good. <laughs> I haven't watched the TV show because the the movie was perfect. It really didn't. Oh, I tell a lie. I watched the first two or three episodes, and it pissed me off something wrong. He had yeah. the, the, the twin had just enough of the powers to be half useful to the police, but not enough to do it on his own. Yeah, it was a weak premise. Really, it, yeah. Weak. I gave it three episodes, and I thought for a second it might be really good, and then the the girl in it just annoyed me. Yeah, and, you know, reminded me of uh, a sci-fi version of White Collar. I like White Collar. <laughs> I know, but I liked White Collar because it was, wasn't sci-fi. Yeah, I suppose. Because this guy was a criminal helping them out, but now this guy is a superhero helping them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can <laughs> see that. Did, uh, did either of you see the um, the scrapped Wonder Woman pilot from a few years ago? Yes, that was absolutely appalling. It was the English yes. EastEnders girl. Well, do you, not know who, do you not remember who played Wonder Woman? Who? Adrian Palicki again. Oh, uh, it was a different one. <laughs> I do. Remember, uh, I remember the pictures of it. I didn't see that one. It yeah, was, the, the, they did it really, really differently. But the, the the pilot was rough. It was uncut, so it didn't have any CGI or special effects. So it looked a bit shit. But it looked. I thought it was actually. It was better than Aquaman. But being kicked in the nuts is better than watching that Aquaman pilot. That was genuinely painful. But the the Wonder Woman one. I think that that was DC again, being afraid to change the status quo because it wasn't Batman. It wasn't Superman. It was a woman lead character. They seemed really unsure of putting a woman out there. Yeah. Yeah. What's, it's actually gone the full other way now. I actually find that people find it more interesting the more obscure characters are. Yeah. And look yeah. at what Marvel have got coming up. I mean, they're, they're doing the two biggest. I can't think of another word other than to say taboo again, but 
they're going for a black male lead character and a female lead character. And it's only since they've started doing that that DC have gone, oh, well, we should probably do a Wonder Woman character. She, she, sorry, a Wonder Woman film. She's one of the strongest characters they've got. She could batter the shit out of Superman if she wanted yeah. to, if they weren't like on-off lovers in a weird triangle with Batman. <laughs> there's there's, there's going to be some really awkward sexual tension in Batman versus Superman, and it's going to be so weird. Batman's but, if, I, I started off thinking Batman versus Superman was going to be complete trash, and then yeah, the trailer, trailer dropped today, and I was like, Jesus, this is starting to look like a good movie. So did I. <laughs> as soon as they announced Ben Affleck, I pretty much turned off and thought, no, no, he's not a serious actor. He's not Batman. See, I like Ben Affleck. Most people don't. I don't. I don't get it. He's, like he's funny. He, he's funny. I, oh, I think for me, I think Kevin Smith films have ruined him because the way he's portrayed in like Jane, Silent Bob, and uh, More Rats and Dogma. That's how I remember Ben Affleck. Even though his films were like ninety-seven onwards. I think they already Jennifer Lopez ruined Ben Affleck. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it was in Daredevil, which actually wasn't as bad as it as it was made out. I will never, I will never forgive him for that. <laughs> that that was just. He should have been. He should have been shot for that. That was practically a crime. Yeah, I, I, I really didn't hate it. And Electra, and then Bing oh, Rhymes was God. <laughs> Yeah, that that was bad. But I, I do not think we're in we're in uh, the golden age of superhero movie uh, TV. Yeah, I think we're in the we're, we're in the golden age of superhero stuff in general since. 2005, when Batman Begins came out, this is my best era of films and TV by a mile. Right, definitely superhero stuff with the yeah. the, the advent of uh, of the Spider Man, the remakes of Spider Man, whatever. Uh, I don't like Spider Man as a character. <laughs> they, never... Do you know what my favorite Spider Man of all time was? Was the um, first Spider Man TV series. The animated one? No, 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 no. no. I love the yeah. I love the animated one. No, the first um, oh, real God. world TV series. It was like in '79 or something. The so one where he was in the '80s. He literally just used to film filming walking along a pavement and then turn it sideways and yeah, pretend yeah, he was yeah, climbing yeah, up. Yeah, a wall. Exactly. <laughs> but I was like five. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I suppose I that is be... impressive to a five-year-old. Yeah. And uh, oh, yeah, that was magnificent. So the, there were bit- I uh, pissed uh, gags off to no end about a couple of weeks ago. I kept sending him a gif of that old seventies <laughs> Spider Man show. It's just a, it's just a gif of Spider Man, like you know, like the the hole into the attic, and it's like some Chinese scientist doing something, and behind it is just like a creepy Spider Man pointing his head out the hole and going back <laughs> in again. That's the one. You just stick his head out of the attic. Yeah, definitely. All the I just time. Kept, kept sending it to guys. Guys, this is the third time today. Quit it. <laughs> I'm the same as you, though. I, I never really liked Spider Man until Andrew Garfield. Andrew yes. Garfield was I perfect. Was Toby really Maguire was shit. Unbelievably shit. Especially the way he went all emo in the third one. I was just going to say that as emo walk in the third one. Oh, God. <laughs> Toby Maguire, emo, trying to be sexy in a oh, jazz Jesus. club. I never got. I never got past the first. Uh, like the girl, Kristen Dunst. I just. I, I, I just. She's don't on. Get it. She's actually on my list of people that I genuinely hate. Yeah, me too. With Nicole Kidman, I, I hate it when people tell me that this girl is hot when she's right. very, very obviously not. I just have just to add. I've just mentioned my list of people that I hate. We've been talking about Spider Man. My girlfriend sat next to me and she's just turned and mouthed Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. That's how often I mention it. <laughs> and I bet you if I was to say the next person on that list, 
Claire Danes yet. I, do you know what? I'm down with that too. <laughs> my Claire Danes is from my, my wife's favourite TV show when we were kids. Who is still on my wall now? The My So Called Life, which oh, was, she always she always just looks like she's about to cry or she's just yeah. been crying. Like she's made a whole career out of it, crying. Yeah. And Kirsten Dunst. Oh no, 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 no. Emma Stone was a was perfect casting. Yeah. And and I, I but I just thought like the first Spider the first of the new Spider Man it got so much better reviews. The, yeah. the, uh, the, 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 the this new the latest remake the whatever it was called the, the amazing, amazing Spider Man yeah I thought it was brilliant it was it had the essence of Spider Man and they cast both and as to be fair they cast the uh, the baddie perfectly as well I just thought it was a great movie both of them actually both both of them I really enjoyed and I just the Tobey Maguire was just happened to be famous yeah. The second Spider-Man was good, but that was made by Dr. Octopus, though. Yeah, that, 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 that performance was brilliant. But then when, when they brought in three, it was as if they knew that time was running out and they just thought, right, we need to get everyone in. And, oh, shit, we haven't done Venom yet. And sorry. Yeah, to, to Grace, Grace, awful. <laughs> you can piss off. Jesus Christ, but we're doing movies this. again. Yeah, but movies and TV are basically the same thing. I know, a movie's but, just a long TV show. You know it. Especially with this kind of stuff. Yeah, and, t- and I've got and, to and say this because this really, is one of my really favourite long... movie rants. Eddie Brock is supposed to be this big, muscly guy. I'm yeah. quite a slim person, and Topher Grace makes me look like the fucking Hulk. <laughs> he really does. Do you know who's playing Iron Fist? Uh, no. I, you know, I, it, was, it wasn't rhetorical. Oh, right. Uh, no, I, I don't think they've cast. I think they're still... I think they're still sort of trying to nail down a script for Carrie it. Carrie Ann Moss is in it. Ca- oh, okay. She's, oh, she's in Jessica Jones as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. She's she'll the be, lawyer. Yeah. She'll be reprising her role. Yeah, yeah, as, yeah. Uh, whatever it is. <laughs> Hogfist or Hogwarts. <laughs> Hogarth. Hogarth, there you go. His name was Hogfist. That'd be <laughs> way. That's like the really, a really shit villain name. So, so tell, actually, me, tell me about Preacher. Do you know uh, anything about Preacher or Titan? I can't tell you anything about Powerless. Because all three of these are coming out next year, and I don't know anything about them. Preacher is nope. adapted by Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is, that a, is that a Vertigo comic? Don't let me. TV series. Dominic Cooper is in it. It's Jesse Custer. Don't know any Dom- of these people. Dominic Cooper. face. Just Joseph oh, Gilgun's in it too. Yeah, I don't know any of these people. Yeah, he's good. Uh, Tom Brooks. Okay, I'll be interested if Dominic Cooper's in it because Dominic Cooper has been playing um, Tony Stark's dad, Howard Stark. Ah. He's, he's in Agent Carter. There you go. Always the crossovers. The the underlying theme of Agent Carter is they think that Howard Stark is a uh, is a traitor and that he's been selling all his his weapons and his gadgets, so he tends to pop in. He tries to nail Peggy a few times and then he disappears and then he comes back and tries to do it again. Nice. But he's he's really good. When he when he's in it, he's actually pretty pretty damn good. It's a good but then Agent Carter's got a good cast in it. Because Hayley Atwell's brilliant. She's that cast would bug me because it's not the same as the film. That would bug me. Uh yeah, I do hate that. Do you know what do you know anything about Titans? I've read bits of the Teen Titans when I was younger. Is that what it is? Teen Titans. Uh, so I watch I'm, Teen Titans all the time because my boy loves it. But I don't I'm think it's the same thing because there's like teenage Superman and teenage Robin and teenage Batman. Oh, that Did sounds you... a bit lame. Yeah, no. So the the Titans, uh, which are, which is a PlayStation Network title, is something about Titans make their way to the Earth 
with humans and they can connect telepathically. No, I, I want, it to, I want it to be the Teen Titans because the yeah, Teen Titans was all the young, the young sidekicks. So it was like Robin, Nightwing. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't know if Speedy was in it or if it was some of the other ones. But yeah, it's all the little the wards as they used to call them in the seventies yeah, yeah, and yeah, the eighties. Yeah. Same stuff. Have you seen um, the show which is on now, Powers? No, me neither. I just read about no, it today when I was looking up these. It's stuff. made by made by PlayStation. Yes, yeah, another PlayStation thing. Yeah. I remember hearing about them because I remember uh, seeing something that I think PlayStation is sort of they're trying to follow Netflix's lead. Yeah, with yeah, they, they've realised that there's this whole new market out there for instant Streaming. delivery of a whole series. Yeah. The boundaries, as we said before, are pretty mm-hmm. much they're gone. You know, anything's fair game if it's going out they're online. Use, like they're that. using their app Cackle, and which is on Apple TV as well, which no one's ever used before. But no. um, but yeah, this, so that's it's got oh god Adam Godlian who is if you ever watch Suit. No, I'm just looking at the cast list now. I'm, oh, it's got Eddie Izzard in it. Okay, I'm officially in. Big Bad Wolf. Anything with Eddie Izzard must be good. Yeah, he's not going to do anything. It's crap, is it? No. So, so they're, they're all the asked. they're all the unordered, and there are right. and then DC have got Krypton, DMZ, Scalpers, and Parasite. Four heroes, Static Shock, Red, and Y, The Last Man, all in development. Krypton just shouldn't be made. The, the last thing we need is more <laughs> Superman content. <laughs> it, uh, considering I'm such a massive comic fan, not a lot of people like it when I say that I actually really hate Superman as a character. I think he's one of the laziest written characters ever. It's too overpowered as well. Yeah, he, he, he's an alien, <laughs> he, he and he can fly, and heat vision, and frost breath. And uh, uh, there's no sense yeah, of okay. danger with Superman. No, there is no vulnerability because he can do anything to everybody, yeah. and he should yeah. always win. And there should never even be a fight. And that—that's why I really love Doomsday as a character because Doomsday. Ugh, they say he killed him, but he never actually killed him because he wasn't dead. And you mean the one that was in Smallville? Yeah, the one that's in Smallville. <laughs> the one that's uh, spoiler in case anyone hasn't seen the new Batman versus Superman trailer. Uh, Doomsday, okay. who's been unveiled in that? Although he does look more like the Abomination, but he, he in the the graphic novel of Death of Superman, Doomsday just beats the snot out of him nice. because uh, Doom, Doomsday is Krypton, Kryptonite as well or Kryptonian. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. There was I was reading up about it before because I wanted to be able to sound like a smart ass. You do. The, <laughs> well done. Okay, wanted to be able to sound more like a smart ass. <laughs> it was pre. It was on, it was on Krypton thousands of years before humanoid Kryptonians lived there was this scientist who was trying to create the perfect creature. So he, he made like a humanoid kid. He sent him out into the wilderness. The kid died. He then got his, his remains, r- cloned him, and kept doing it. And it was like enhanced evolution. So every time the kid died, all the pain and all the memories were stored in his DNA. So every time he came back, he got a little bit more weird, a little bit more deranged until he ended up with just a pure ball of anger. And I think they seem to be going that way with, sorry for going movies again, but with Batman versus Superman. So it, yeah, it, it's although, an interesting character. Although I think uh, Doomsday's, well, this is going to be talking more about the movies. <laughs> I think he's created by using the DNA of Zod. In it looks like it, which is yeah. weird because Michael Shannon was asked about it, wasn't he, months ago, and he confirmed that he said something about Doomsday. Then very yeah, soon after, since. 
he retracted it and said, no, no, sorry, you shouldn't have said that. I was talking out my arse. And then this trailer today, well, yeah. yeah. You, you see him, don't you? you? see his body being dragged down a hallway towards Lex, looking really sinister, rubbing his hands together. And then Doomsday appears. While, while we're on the subject, how great the casting actually is. Uh, what do you call him as Lex Luthor? I, th- I thought that was going to be really bad. Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse yeah. Eisenberg. I always get him confused with Michael Sarah, and I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, me too. No, me too. They're Absolutely. <laughs> I, I genuinely didn't know there were different people. <laughs> Maybe they're not. Maybe he just puts his hair the dif- a different way. They just really do look the same. And they play <laughs> very similar characters. Yeah. Have you ever seen the meme of uh, Michael Sarah where it says Michael Sarah isn't actually an actor, he's just too nice to say that he's not. He yeah. just, turned up, <laughs> just turned up on set one day and just didn't feel like it was right to say no. <laughs> I should I should like him more because my kids call the same thing. He's good in Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, he I was, love he that. Was very, very good. We're going to fucking movies again. Right, we're, we're already we're we 120 in almost. Right, let's go with to our typical segment of which you have no idea, Stu. Um, uh, we have a Hall of Fame, and each week we nominate a show for Hall of Fame, and typically I decide. But let's, as we as we uh, we now have Twitter polls, let's run it on a Twitter poll to our four people that listen. This is a very good, very good idea. So, what? Who's in the Hall of Fame now? Who knows? No one's keeping track of these things. Friends, uh, <laughs> Dexter, Scooby Doo, uh, Scooby Doo, uh, West Wing. I think that's it. Yeah, let me look. It's on my different piece of uh, different piece of paper. There we go. It's supposed and... to be on the website, gags. Yes, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> and, and Californication. Oh, yeah, because we did an entire episode for that. Yeah, Californication. <laughs> so yeah, of each genre or whatever we're talking about, the episodes, there's a there's an, uh, a TV show of its type. So let's go okay. with some comic books. My nomination, without a shadow of a doubt, is Smallville. <sighs> It doesn't need um, any nomination. It's got it. His is my spiel. It is brilliantly casted. It, it has. It's the most successful um, comic book TV series of all time. Two hundred seventeen episodes. It has uh, two of the hottest girls in the world and the best Superman of all time. It has. There's so many of those uh, touching throwbacks of soup of um, Lon Lang of uh, Christopher Reeve. For God's sake. It's got Christopher Reeve in it. You, oh, yeah. what, what more do you need? And it and it, and it's the first one that starts to bring in Martian Manhunter, Black Canary, Doomsday, Aquaman, all of that crossover stuff. So yeah, Smallville, hands down. Um, you're gonna, it's gonna be tough to fight against. Stu, um, I'm torn. Um, do animated shows count? No. Oh bollocks. Do you want um, to think? In that case, the first thing that springs to mind is the original Batman series from the sixties. <sighs> Do you know what? That's probably the only thing that could compare. I haven't really. I'm I'm actually on its Wikipedia page now, and I'm looking for little buzz phrases because I can't think Kapow. of anything Shazam. other than the stupid sound effects, the Shazam horrendous special effects, <laughs> and it gave the world Adam West. What more do we need from life than Adam West being utterly cheesy? <laughs> but it's kind of the definition of cheesy, isn't it? And and the fact that Batman always had he had like a spray that undoes ropes. <laughs> Bat- Batman needs those gadgets for everything. There's always a spray or a or on his belt or something on his belt. Yeah, and he was just in pajamas. Pretty just much. Worth it for the Kung and the Pow and the 
bash and the, the every now and then I, I want to go back and rewatch them because I'm sure they must have slipped the odd swear word in those sound effects, <laughs> but I was too young to notice. Like now they'd be like katwat or something. <laughs> you know it, but I tell you what, like they, they had the greatest Alfred in that series. Oh, he was brilliant. Uh, and and, and I find out what his name was. Ad, Alan Napier. And it also might have the greatest Commissioner Gordon as well. But it was brilliantly cast. And it was just a brilliant show. Penguin. Yeah. Burgess Good Meredith is a well. penguin. Yeah. You're right. It's hard to hard to argue against, apart from my my series has more than twice as many episodes as yours. Caesar Romero is the Joker. It is very, very cool. Don't make me start reeling off the different cat women as well. Oh, don't. But um, it was it was on like ten years before I was even born, so well, it was on many years before I was born. But it's also it's on, it's on TV here. every day. Go I'm on. gonna do something controversial on, here. Kid. I'm gonna put forward a show I don't even like, <laughs> purely because it's rated so highly. Uh, the Walking Dead. Is Walking Dead a comic book? Yeah. Oh, why? We I'm, even I'm so it. ashamed. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, because I don't even yeah. like it. But I know that lots of other people like it. So in the in the interest of this poll, if you're gonna, you can put it. Yeah. Get people. Well, when the options go up, I'm going to vote for The Walking Dead, to be honest. <laughs> and I never even thought about it. I was thinking too much about superheroes rather than just comic books in general. Well, it is kind of superheroes, but fuck that. Jesus Christ. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic book. Never read them. We never discussed it, though. And that's a, no. huge, that's a huge conglomerate. Was it a TV show first? No, comic book. It was a comic book. It was the Ninja Turtles. And then when they brought it over here, for some reason, they became heroes. Yeah, Teenage Mutant Because ninjas are scary to kids. Yeah, you know, Apple's you know, ra- rather well. than giant mutant turtles being scary to kids, the fact that they were ninjas—that <laughs> yeah. was the weird bit. <laughs> and do you know what I remember it at the time? Because the biggest computer game that year was um, the Last Ninja on the Commodore sixty four, and you know it was famous at the time. I was like ten, and then the Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles came, and everyone was like, "What? That's called the Ninjas? No, it's not. We're not allowed to say Ninjas." What? It was bizarre. I went back and watched the uh, the first couple of episodes of the animated series because me, me and my missus watched the awful Michael Bay film. And then oh, we went God. back and watched the original one from the 80s and I thought, you know what? I used to love the cartoon. I couldn't, t- even by my own admittedly low standards for TV, I couldn't take it seriously. Yeah. It, it, was, it was obviously good when I was a kid, but I think I was a bit stupid when I was a kid. Well, you were a kid. Yeah, this is true. But some other <laughs> things I've gone back to, like I've rewatched Batman the Animated Series. But you like uh, them for a different yeah. reason now. Spider-Man. Batman, Sp- Batman was Animated was brilliant. Yeah, it was. That was oh. where I first got introduced to the Kingpin and they did like a lot of Venom and Carnage and stuff like that. But Batman yeah. was my was my big animated series. It is very cool. Have you, um, do you play games? More than I should do. There you go, because you don't you don't have a child, do you? No, um, it's it must be obvious by the amount of TV I watch that I don't have any kids. Marvel Lego Marvel on the PS4 or whatever you have is an absolutely tremendous game for all super all Marvel superheroes, and it has I've, like four hundred of them, and it's a brilliant game. I've played all, all of games. all of the Le- all the Lego games, starting right back to Lego Batman. There you. But go. I actually gave up on Lego Batman three because I it don't like rubbish. the fact that they talk now. Right. I heard it when okay. Batman, Batman and Robin just used to like grunt at each other. <laughs> but I'm, I'm looking forward to the. They've got an Avengers game coming out, or it might even be out. There's not a Lego fa- one. But, yeah, uh, uh, Lego Avengers. 
Oh, I've not seen that at all because Lego because Marvel went down uh, Disney Infinity lines instead of going Lego. Yeah, a friend of mine uh, is his son who's like six. He was well into the the Infinity Such- stuff. That's shit for their bank account. Trust oh, me. Oh God, that shit sells. <laughs> it's so expensive. It's like yeah, no, no, no. Wait for the starter. It's true. It's not really good. No, the, the, literally the game I'm talking about, the the uh, Marvel Avengers, is the is the game I'm talking about. That's what you should oh. get. It's like two years old. It's brilliant. Oh yeah. No, I, you're I so you're talking about Lego Marvel superheroes. The Lego the Marvel Avengers one isn't out to January. I think what it was supposed to be out in November, but I think it, it must have been pushed back for <clears> some reason. Disney Infinity uh, reasons. January twenty sixth. Excellent. That that should be good. That is it, the, stupid. The Batman ones have got a little bit. They've got a bit too big for the britches now. Like the rosters, the roster got really weird. There's like fifteen different characters that all do the same thing. And like when you need to start using Plastic Man to get through certain areas, yeah, it just yeah, got yeah, really, yeah, really yeah. lame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I enjoyed do you know what? The, this this after ninety minutes though is uh, is probably apart from the longest ever pod we did. Um, and we could go on for another four hours. It's it's a nice place for your crossover. Tell us about your pod. Well, as part of the the Dark Knight one, uh, the lovely Rory came up with a, a bit of a half joke at first and said we should uh, do a specific comic pod. It's something that we we often talk about, and we we both love to geek out about comic stuff. And he pitched it to Gag. So as of hopefully next Thursday, the AI comic pod will be coming out we're going to start off episode one is going to be the two avengers films and i can't remember what episodes two and three are going to be but four is going to be guardians of the galaxy i know that much anything comic related so actual comics games movies tv shows anything's fair game very cool my eight-year-old might come on and chat chat about games he might put me to shame so i don't know whether i can allow that (laughs) He don't is. If you remember being eight, you remember everything. I don't remember being eight. I barely remember being like however old I am right now. But eight-year-olds, they literally remember everything they've ever been heard, they've ever heard. So they know all about Romans. They know like all the constellations of the stars, and they know every single character of every game they play. And every curse word you've ever said. They don't know any. <laughs> Jess, Jess doesn't know any curse words. Yeah, don't take yeah. it to the match. Yeah. It, I actually learned how to swear at football. Yeah, no, I feel that. They've, they've both been to the games. Lola's been to quite a few. And Jess, Jess has been to three or four. But it's the sitting down thing you can't get. I, well, when I first went, real side topic, uh, 88, standing on the original cop. That was when I first heard the word wanker. <laughs> I had a very awkward conversation with my dad about, Dad, what's a wanker and why is Vinnie Jones one? <laughs> <laughs> brilliant it was true though it was true as i grew up i started to realize you know what those guys were right he really was oh delightful do you know what that's a good place to uh, to end this pod with a nice insta- in- insight into uh, the character of Stu. it was great yeah. having you on Stu. thank you very much thanks for having me it's been a pleasure awesome kid good fun as always we've already plugged the comic book thing uh there's nothing else to plug we, you know you see us we're on we hear us on this stuff all the time so you know check out the uh the twitter page because please vote because i obviously want to win and uh i, I actually have something to plug you do hey, i do i was actually on another pod it's a little while ago now but uh the one up podcast uh with rory as well we did a rock star special we're hoping to get it, do the second part Pretty soon, if Chris can, Chris is a very busy guy. He's probably working hard at the at the Android app. 
everybody relentlessly asking for the Android app for AI. But yeah, we do we do that. So we did a Rockstar special part one, and part two is coming soon. So if you haven't listened to it yet, listen to that. Very you know cool. I think I am going to listen to that. That sounds right up my alley. Me too. Yeah. So get on that, and uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Cheers. Good stuff. See ya. Cheers. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.